What is up guys and welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. You're chilling with your host Dylan today and uh, it's been a pretty freaking awesome weekend guys. Uh, I hope that that's the same for all of you guys uh, because I know I love an awesome weekend and I don't know who in their right mind wouldn't but uh yeah, I, I guess I'm just going to share my uh, experience uh, that I had this weekend. Um, yeah, uh, so yesterday I went to the Glass Animals live in concert at the Michigan Lottery Amphitheater in Detroit, um, which was really cool because I've never been to Detroit. I've never been to like a big concert. Um, I went to one like, I don't know, maybe almost two years ago uh, for this band called Highly Suspect. Uh, Yeah, I I didn't even know who they were, but we got free tickets, and it was pretty cool. Uh, But this was way cooler, dudes. Um, So, yeah, it it was really cool because I've really liked the glass animals for a long time, and uh, this trip just, like, went really smoothly, and uh, I loved it. Um, but before I left, I, I was gonna, I was getting an oil change, um, in my car, in my van, and, uh, why aren't these lights turning on? Whatever. Um, yeah, I needed to get an oil change in my van, so I, uh, did that, I had my mom help me with that, like, I, I can do an oil change, guys, don't get me wrong, but why do that when somebody else is offering, um, I'm not using you, mom, I'm not using you, if you're listening to this, I'm not using you, but you offered, and, uh, who am I to refuse, um, but yeah, we did that, and, uh, I think I got ripped off by the, the, people I usually get an oil change from last time because there was like no oil in in the uh, pan or whatever um, and it was very it was literally like black oil and there was not even a quart of it that came out uh, so I'm lucky I did that before I, I left because uh, yeah I kind of need oil um, but while we were doing that uh, we kind of we were looking around the rest of the van and uh the tie rods were not looking too too great um and so we went and got some replacement parts but we couldn't uh do it in time and so i really just took a massive leap of faith uh because i had my friend caleb and uh my friend mackenzie come with me um but you know I I seriously believe these teachings that I've been like, you know, talking about and all that. So I was like, you know what, dude, just don't worry about it. We're going to make it there and back perfectly fine. And it's going to be awesome. And uh, this kind of just like calmed me down for the ride. Um, and anytime I would get nervous on the ride there, uh, in one of my last episodes, I said, like, you know, while I was playing with the whole manifestation thing, I kept seeing a lot of, uh, Michigan State 
symbols and Detroit symbols and all that. And uh, whenever I would get worried, I would uh, think about those symbols and, uh, you know, as a way to remember that, you know, I'm creating my reality as I go. Um, And every time I would think about them, shortly after a car would pass by me on the highway with one of those two emblems on their car and uh it was always after I I remembered that and I uh you know thought of those symbols and so you know this really really did help me calm down on the ride there um you know I wasn't really worried for myself but you know I had two other people with me and uh you know my my main goal is always just to make sure everybody's safe like you know if if we gotta stop and we miss the concert whatever at least we're all safe um so you know i i know that if something were gonna go wrong on the van like i would just pull over and stop like i'm not gonna just keep risking and risking uh because you know in that in that state it's hard to believe that you're gonna be fine if you're already freaking out about uh you know like things going wrong and so yeah whenever I'd see these symbols I'd be like okay yeah I I'm creating this experience as I go based on my assumptions and so anytime I would start thinking about you know the van taking a crap uh I would just uh think of that see my see my uh signs or whatever and then I would just be like okay we're gonna be fine and uh we ended up making it there fine, um, and we got there, and there were a fuckload of people, um, a lot more than the last concert I went to, and, uh, I don't know, it was, it was really interesting, because, you know, as soon as I saw how many people were there, I was like, wow, that all of these individuals, uh, you know, we all came to an agreement on something, you know, we don't know that we, we're not aware that we just agreed on something, but we all thought that it was a really good idea to go to this concert, and we all, uh, went there, and, um, you know, I think that's honestly what makes, like, concerts and stuff so chill, is because, everyone there is on the same page they all wanted to do this they all have been like you know putting a lot of good energy into this like moment and like hyping themselves up and you know we all come together and all of that excitement in each and every one of us is just uh multiplied thousands of times over when we all come together and watch you know watch this uh event unfold Um, and so, yeah, it was really interesting just even seeing how many people were there, uh, and anyway, we, uh, ended up going in, and, uh, it was kind of funny because Caleb and I got our tickets before, like, way before this, and then, uh, my friend Mackenzie, uh, I posted something on Facebook, like, oh, going to see the glass animals tomorrow guys and uh she was like oh dude i wish i could go and apparently they were still selling tickets so i was like get you a ticket and you could come with and um 
so her seat was like in a way different section than ours and you know we weren't you know we want to stay as a group and uh we ended up just trying to sneak in and sit in three random seats right next to each other and every time we did that it failed completely and someone would tell us to get out of their seat uh which i i just thought it was funny because whatever i mean i we ain't doing no crazy harm and we're not like putting up an argument or anything um and we ended up trying to stand in the front um but that didn't work out either because we were standing right in front of somebody's seats and then they came and they were like hey can you move out of the way of our seats dude and uh it was kind of i was okay with it because there was this like this one girl that was over there that was kind of i think she was on drugs or something um and she was just talking a bunch of nonsense saying she was gonna jump the fence or something i don't know uh so that, that, that was kind of interesting, and I may have seen a acid sale take place right in front of me. Uh, so, yeah, that was interesting. Um, but, you know, we ended up just going up to the top of the stadium and at the, at the Michigan Lottery Amphitheater or whatever, um, the, where the concert, like where the band is playing and where all the seats are. It's a, uh, it's got a roof over it, and then uh, there's no walls, but it's uh, you can go outside, and there's like a hill that you can stand on, where you can still see the concert. It's just outside, um, and we went up there, and uh, it was kind of sprinkling, and you know, me being the manifester that I am, I was just like, nah, man, we're gonna enjoy this concert without the rain. And I just kind of set it and forget it. And uh, it didn't rain the rest of the, the concert, which uh, I don't think that's really a coincidence if you ask me. But who knows? Maybe it was. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, the, the anticipation in the crowd was just amazing. Um, like everybody was just so like you could tell like everybody you walked by was just like dude we are at the glass animals concert right now dude like what is happening what are we about to experience man and um like just seeing like perceiving that energy there like it, it was just so blatantly obvious that that was like the the mood and it was very easy to just like, like get sucked into that mood and just get carried away by it. And like, you know, I, it felt like I was outside of myself almost. Like, like all, all of the life that I had before this concert uh, did not exist. And uh, it was like, I was just like purely in this environment. Like, and this is, the only thing I know, um, and it was, it was just a very, I don't know, it, it was a very, like, uh, uplifting and, like, empowering feeling, because, you know, I realized that, you know, it, I don't have to just be at a concert to feel this way, like, uh, I can, you know, this feeling is taking place in me right now, and, you know, I am everywhere that I go. I am 
always there. So uh, if I was capable of doing that then, what makes it what makes it uh, any different anywhere else? You know, that feeling is generated inside of me. Uh, although the aid of an external um, st- like stimuli uh, was a great help. Uh, it, you know, the whole goal is to not have to rely on anything external to uh, feel the way you want to feel. Um, but it is nice to expose yourself to new physical, like external things so you can find those feelings that you really like and then you can start cultivating them within yourself. But anyway, um, the opening act started and it was this, uh, group called the Black Star Kids and I, I liked them. Uh, they, they were very, like, positive and, like, upbeat, and I liked them. I, I don't know about anybody else, but I liked them, um, and so they did their whole thing, and the guys, I don't know, they just seemed like very lovely people, uh, very accepting and lovely people, I don't know, I might be tripping, I don't know, um, but after that, uh, we had to wait forever for the glass animals to finally, like, come out on stage, and, man, when, when they came out, just the amount of, like, it was like there was just this energy that was, like, slowly being compressed into one, like, small point, and then when, when they came out, that, one point just expanded just like the universe like it just had a a big bang of uh energy and when the lights went off it was like you're fucking awesome dude like i don't know it just was it was just amazing and um the oh man oh it was just so beautiful, guys. They, they had an amazing light show and uh, fog machines and all that. And uh, they sound so amazing in person. I really loved it because uh, the, the main singer, uh, Wavy Davy or whatever, um, his voice is amazing. Like, even without auto-tune, it's like, this guy knows how to sing and... Uh, like, he was, he was doing a lot of things, like, with his voice that I was just like, how are you even doing that, dude? Like, what? Are you even a human? And, um, they, I, I think my favorite part, honestly, uh, because I'm a, I'm more of an instrumentals guy. Like, I, I like music for the instrumentals and, you know, if the lyrics are good too, that's awesome. But I'm, I don't know. I, I love the instrumentals. And, uh, so they, they were adding a lot of, like, sounds in their songs that aren't on, like, the recorded versions, um, and they would, like, extend the outro of a song or, like, pause at a certain point and build the suspense for, like, the, the beat drop or whatever, um, and I just loved it because it, it was, like, you know, I, before I went, I was expecting them to just play, like, their songs, like, normal, and, 
you know, it was just another another lesson for me to not really set expectations for uh, the events in your life. Um, because I've, I've come to realize, like, when I set expectations for how things are going to play out, uh, it's pretty much never correct. Like, I can, I can assume what is going to happen, but I don't know how it's going to happen. Um, and so it, it was kind of just another reminder, like, hey, don't live in this moment. Don't set expectations because you can't possibly know how things are going to play out. You may know what is going to happen, but you're never going to be able to say exactly how something will play out. And I think that's where we all get a little stuck with things is we just, we, we contemplate too much on the how, but, uh, really all you have to focus on is the what, what is it that you want to, uh, happen in your life or whatever. Don't worry about how, just ask yourself what you want. Um, yeah, so that, that was really cool. Um, and they played more songs than I thought they would. Uh, I really honestly thought that, like, uh, I thought that they, uh, would only play, I don't know, like, I, I was thinking it was going to be like an hour or something. Um, I don't really know how long it was because I was just in the moment, just like sucked away. Um, but yeah, that, and I also expected them to only play uh they were doing the dreamland tour which is like their one of their newest albums and i just was expecting it to be like uh you know they were only gonna play songs from that album but uh they played a lot of their older music as well including my favorite song caleb's favorite song and i think mackenzie's favorite song i don't know if uh her, uh, the song that I think is her favorite song is her favorite song, but I think she said it was, I don't know, but, uh, they played some really good ones, and, um, when they played the one that I wanted them to play really bad, uh, which is The Other Side of Paradise, that was, like, my, the first song I listened to by them, so it kind of has, like, uh, a lot of, like, history behind it I guess um simply because it was the first song I listened to uh by them and when I when I first listened to them I was in a really weird uh stage in my life um I guess I'll expand on that actually uh so at this time in my life when I first found their music I uh I had just recently been expelled from school for selling a very very tiny bag of marijuana uh which was really stupid uh not only on my part but on the school's part too like yeah i get that it was dumb that i did that at school but it was kind of dumb of you to expel somebody for something so harmless such as marijuana um but anyway uh you know I ended up stumbling upon their music when I I was in a very low state. I literally I, I was very depressed and 
uh, you know, uh, what is the point of life or whatever, you know, the, the, all the poopy stuff. Um, and at this time I was, uh, I was abusing the, uh, the, uh, drug dextromethorphan, which is the, uh, active ingredient in Robitussin cough syrup, uh, which produces a dissociative effect, um, which is basically where your mind separates from your body, um, and you're kind of just like, I like to describe it as like, you're kind of like in the astral realm, or like the, the spirit realm, I guess, um, I don't know, I, I did that stuff a lot, and, uh, it kind of, uh, it, it messed with me a lot, but this, this song, whenever I hear it, uh, you know, it brings me back to those times, but every time I hear it, it's like a, it has a different meaning, like, that situation in my life has a different meaning, uh, because, you know, as I get older, I understand more, uh, why I did the things I did, and, uh, all that kind of stuff, so every time I listen to it, it has a, a different meaning, um, and now it's kind of just like a, a nostalgia thing, um, but anyway, yeah, they, they played that, uh, song, and when they were playing it, I had this moment where, like, um, the main singer, I, I feel like I'm not a real fan, because I think they call him Wavy Dave or something, um, so that, that's just what I call him, but the main singer, uh, kind of, like, turned my way, and, you know, I know that he was, you know, just doing his thing, but in that moment, it felt like he was singing directly to me, and, you know, just because it's, like, the song I wanted them to play, and, like, all that, all that jazz, and it really just, like, hit me, like, uh, because, you know, in, in the past, I've had, like, negative views on celebrities, because, like, oh, they think they're all that, but, you know, as I get older and I expand and, like, change my view of the world, I realize that, um, you know, these celebrities are normal people as well, and they, they just happen to have, they happen to have found, uh, that gold in themselves, and they're bringing it out, and, um, I, I realize, like, wow, they're literally doing this for me, not just for me, but for everyone in this audience, and, you know, they are giving a part of themselves to every single one of us, and, um, yeah, it, it just kind of gave me this, like, these chills, like, down my spine, because I was like, wow, they, like, these people didn't have to do this, they didn't have to, um, like, there was nothing in the world that said, you have to make music so everyone else can enjoy it. No, they decided that they like music. See, it all starts with, like, what you like. You know, what are your preferences? What do you, what do you value in life? And, um, you know, they just so happen to value the, the creative act of music. And, you know, they, they expanded on it and grew it within themselves. They grew that musical talent and, um, you know, cultivated it and, uh, they, they, uh, 
you know, just, just kept expanding their talent. And now they're at this point where they have so much of it that they have to give it away because they can't, they can't keep it. You know, they can't hold on to it. And uh, they let it go. You know, they get rid of some of their, their spiritual gold uh, by, by performing and releasing it and giving it to all of us to consume. Um, and I, it, it just like was such a, I, I felt like so in tune with this whole concert and I, I just started uh, noticing that my body was just like dancing like on its own. Like I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just swaying to the music and uh, had this massive smile on my face uh, just because I, I felt so connected to everything that was there. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It really, like, just, you know, even at the beginning of the concert, like, I love the glass animals, but, you know, these, these previous views of, you know, all celebrities are just, like, uh, like, whatever, like, negative things. Um, you know, that was still kind of there, but, uh, you know, I, once I had that, that glimpse of that other side of the coin it just like I felt like I could fully enjoy you know I was enjoying the concert but I felt like I was just completely relaxed into this environment and one with it um you know just going with the flow of this experience and allowing the experience to unfold um and yeah, it, it was awesome. Um, and I really liked uh, having Caleb and Mackenzie with me, um, just because you know it's. I, I love having people to share an experience with because you know, yeah, I do cool stuff all the time. Like my, in my, in my opinion, my life is awesome, and I am always having fun. But you know, you, I don't know. I always feel like other people should be included as well because why should I be the only one having fun and um like I don't know like just being there it just made me like very grateful uh because at at one point I thought about uh like I kind of zoned out for a second and I felt like I was alone at this concert and um I was I was like I kind of just forgot that anybody was with me and I was like, man, I really wish I had somebody to like be like, dude, this is fucking awesome too. And then I was like, oh wait, I do. And I turned around and I was like, Caleb, this is fucking awesome. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it I just felt very grateful uh, to, you know, have, have people that are, um, uh, know fun to be around and uh willing to do fun things with uh because i i don't know man it's kind of bored having fun by yourself all the time or kind of boring not bored (laughs) um just because you know like it's one thing for me to experience something awesome but and, and, you know, I don't care because I know what I know. I know what I've experienced and what I've seen and all that. But for some reason, just having another person there that can, like, c- 
come in and be like, yeah, that experience was awesome. Uh, I don't know. It kind of just makes the whole uh, experience feel even more secure, I guess, uh, because you know you're not the only one that's witnessing it. And, you know, uh, because, you know, who knows? When you're alone, maybe, like, everything is just a, a massive hallucination and it's not even happening and uh you know maybe that second person that's there is just the uh the uh reality check I guess I don't know um so yeah that was awesome um but the concert got over uh amazing amazing outro uh I think they played uh heat waves for the last song which is uh, one of their their newer songs that's more mainstream, I guess. Like, you probably heard it on the radio, uh, which is crazy, because, like, when I started listening to these, these this group, like, uh, I didn't hear them on the radio ever, uh, which is crazy. Like, it's, it's just awesome to see, like, how far an idea can go. Uh, you know, their idea of the Glass Animals music group or whatever. Um, you know, that was just an idea. And they they followed that idea. And, and now look at it, dude. Now look at it. It's all, all over the radio, all over the social media and all that. Like, they are at the top of the game, dude. Like, it, in, the, in, their, in their game. Um... You know, they're winning. And it really is just because they didn't care what anybody else had to say about it. And they just did what they liked to do. And they brought, they found the gifts in themselves and brought them out and into the world uh, for all of us to enjoy. Which is just beautiful. Um, but anyway, the, the concert got over. Uh, and everybody was like leaving um and it 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 was insane trying to get out of there it was literally insane um mostly because like on the way out uh we were walking and this there was just so many people there that it was like a an ocean of people and we were just all following each other blindly to the exit and it it really like to me it was like a, a wake-up call as to how collective consciousness works because I was not paying attention to how I was walking or anything I was thinking about the concert and like uh you know, a, a million other things, at, but my body was just, like, automatically following where everybody else was going, uh, simply because I, I told, I said, I have to go to the exit, and all of these people are going there, it's, like, I didn't have any resistance to, to the idea, so I didn't have to think about, you know, walking or whatever I didn't have to think about like where I was walking um and you know I I realized like everybody else is in that state too you know they're not focused on where they're going they're just 
going with everything else and um I don't know it, it I, like I could feel the the collective consciousness there and um yeah uh that that was weird um and I I also had this funny thought like you know we there could just be a massive hole in the ground at the end of this line of people and we could all just be walking into it blindly not even questioning it and you know that kind of also gave me another another lesson like you know don't just blindly follow people just because they want to go to the same place you know like find your own way and uh you know it like say if there was a giant hole at the end of that line of people um you know all the people who can't think for themselves are just going to blindly follow whoever's in front of them until they get to this hole and the person behind them keeps walking and pushes them in and it, the cycle continues but if you can think for yourself you'd be like wait why am i in this line anyway uh there's got to be a better way to get where i want without having to you know put up with this line and um you know you could step out of the line like five feet and see where everybody is walking to and be like wow am i the only one who know who even thought of this um so yeah i don't know it, it was so weird because there was just so many so much like gold in all all of this experience uh it in just the simplest things, you know, just the the simplest of things. Um, and anyway, we, we ended up getting out of there after like 30 minutes of trying to find the exit with this sea of people. And uh, we ended up getting back to the van in the parking lot. And uh, long story short, we weren't moving for a while. Um, there was just like I said, like thousands of people there. And, uh, so we were kind of boxed in and, you know, we, we couldn't do anything. We were just stuck in this situation. And I really liked it because, uh, we instead, you know, we, we had two options there. We could have either sat there all pissed off about the traffic, like, oh, we're going to get home late. We're going to, um, be here forever or whatever and you know we we obviously like joked about those things like holy shit man we're gonna be here all night and um but i liked it because we went with the second option which would just be to make the best out of your situation and um it it was awesome because you know we we didn't we weren't doing anything we were it was just our minds observing this situation and we were coming up with all kinds of just hilarious stuff like i i was laughing so hard at one point that i had tears coming out of my eyes um because there was this guy uh so i was parked looking straight ahead and there's a car in front of me uh and i could see the side of it so like uh like there was i was parked there there was a space and then for cars to drive through and then more parking in front of there and these people were like in front of us trying to drive out but they were stuck in traffic 
just like everybody else. And uh, so we literally, we made a name for this guy. We made a name for his wife in the car and we made up this whole situation of like, what, what's going on? Like, like whenever they talk, we just like narrate it and uh, all this kind of stuff. And it, it was just hilarious, dude. And uh, we were doing that with like this whole scene of just like all of these cars. And I was just like, wow, we, you know, you really don't need anything other than your mind to just have the time of your life. You know, all, all of those, uh, you know, if we, that situation in itself means nothing. It's just a bunch of cars in a parking lot. Um, it has absolutely no meaning whatsoever, uh, besides to the observer, which is you and I, who adds the meaning, um, and, you know, it, it just really made me realize, like, uh, you know, I could do this wherever I'm at, it doesn't matter, like, I could be, like, for example, right now I'm, I'm sitting in my van in the Walmart parking lot out of all places, um, and it's kind of dark right now, and I, I could make that mean that, uh, there's a serial killer or something, or I could just make it mean that it's night, and it's, uh, past nine o'clock or whatever, and they have the lights off because it's dark, or it's nighttime, um, you know, it, it's, it's just really amazing to me how, like, you know, the whole thing in front of us is inherently meaningless. It just exists. It's just there. It doesn't mean a single thing. But we come into play and we say, oh, that means this. This means that. But uh, it's really interesting because that meaning is always personal to you based on your, your uh, you know, beliefs and perceptions of reality and all this and all that, um, you know, it's all just your imagination, um, like I, like I've said before, my van, uh, means nothing, it's just a bunch of stuff put together in a certain order, and it's just what it is, it's, it's not even a van, it's just, because a van is an imaginary concept, it's just a, a thought, a label that we created in our minds, and we placed it on this, this soup of components, uh, and it's a van, you know, uh, so it's really, it's, it's just really interesting how that, how that works, um, but yeah, after, after that, uh, we kind of just made it out of the concert, uh, and made it back home safe, and again, the, uh, <sighs> uh the same thing kind of happened, uh, on the way back, like, I, I would start, like, wondering if, you know, what if my van breaks down, or whatever, or, uh, you know, I, I just start worrying about something, and every time, like, I, I set that, that, belief in my mind that anytime I'm stressed out, I'll see, uh, 
an omen, basically, which an omen is like a like a good sign. Um, and my signs, I guess, are just uh, the Spartan logo and the Detroit Tigers logo or whatever. Um, which I'm going to play with that and like uh, change it up to something else and uh, see if I get the same results. Um, but, you know, any time I started stressing out, I'd see my my symbols again and it would just calm me right down and we made it home safe i got everybody home safe just like i intended to and um you know it it really makes me wonder you know what if i just assumed what if i completely believed that my van was going to you know break down on on the highway or whatever you know what what would have happened because technically you know I would be in a different reality because I made a different decision which that decision being that my van is gonna break down um you know because like what if you're fearing it you you believe it you you believe that that's the most probable um thing to happen uh you know, any thought that is, like, emotionally charged, that's a belief that you have. You know, I, what I used to think of money as, like, this um, hard-to-get thing and uh, impossible, not for me, whatever. Um, and I, you know, anytime I'd think of it, I'd just get all, like, tensed up and... Uh, anxious and you know i i've started like undoing those beliefs i've had about money um you know i tell myself that i i am financially responsible and that i um can find money easily wherever i go and now whenever i think of money i just think of it as like a friend like a a, to, a friendly tool in my life that is always there when I need it. And, you know, since I've started thinking that, like not worrying about money, it's always there when I need it. Like somehow I'm just able to afford whatever I need whenever I need it. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter if, if I have $50 in my bank account and I need to spend 30 I still have the money that I need right now. And then something will happen where I kind of get a, 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 re a replenishing of money. And then it's just enough for whatever I need to buy next. And uh, I, it's just so strange how it all works out, guys. It's It, it really is. Um, you know, everything will work out for you if you let it by not getting in the way of yourself with those negative thoughts and beliefs. Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, the, the concert was so amazing, guys. It was so amazing. Um, I've, I think I, I changed my view on life a little bit, um, you know, not, not like crazy or anything. Like, I'm not going to say I'm a brand new person, but, um, you know, just that, like, it, it shows to me 
how again every experience that we have has it, it has an infinite amount of components to it and we can choose to take and use whichever components we wish um you know i could have at this concert i could have got you know all pissed off that uh our seats weren't all together and that people were kicking us out of their seats or whatever i could have got all angry that we uh had to well we didn't even have to but we we stood outside you know i i could have got all all angry about that or just stick up my ass whatever um you know I, but instead, I just knew. That's that's the important part. You have to know for sure that there is better in every situation before you can, you know, actually uh, receive that. Which you know, that's why I think the the saying "knowledge is power" is such a true quote. Because if you know better, then there's that's what you get. You know, knowledge is what you have. That's the only thing you truly ever can have in this in this life. Because, you know, anything that you can truly have is mental. You know, anything physical, you can't have it. You can use it until you leave this body, but you can't take it with you. But all of that knowledge, you know, if there is something after this, you know, you're going to take your mind with you because that is you. And, um, you know, any knowledge you have gained, I, I think, will go with you into wherever we go next. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, it's, again, it's, it's just crazy. Like, I, I just knew that there was... Any Anytime something was stressing me out on this trip, I was like, no, there's something better in this moment. There's something better. Just choose better, Dylan. And I'm, I'm finding it to be easier to do that every day. And the more often I do it, uh, it's like a muscle, you know. It just it grows with every, every use. Um, you're quite literally working out your your mental muscles uh, and your gratitude muscles and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm telling you guys, you know, everything exists. Every angle that you could look at something exists. It's just up to you to choose what angle you you want to look at. Um, and, and and that's. I think that's just what makes life so interesting is no two experiences are alike. Just like anything else in the universe, no two of anything are exactly the same. Even mass-produced uh, like iPhones and stuff, there's got to be just at least one difference. And, and that difference could just be that they're not the exact same. They're two they're not one, they're two, or whatever, um, you know, or, you know, say one iPhone is somebody else's, and this one is somebody else's, like, that's a difference right there, you know, those two are not the same then, because they're not, they're, they're not going through the same thing, and they're not, uh, 
doing the exact same thing or you know they don't look exactly the same or whatever there's always a difference between every everything you know there is no nothing that is not 100% original in this universe um where was i going with that but yeah um again like it's to me it's just very interesting that uh, since no two experiences are the same um, and we you know I could look at something and someone could look at the same thing and we could come to two completely different conclusions about that thing um, you know th like this concert like I saw it as like a mind opening like spiritual one-on-one -on -one session with like this band and somebody there's somebody there who was probably uh you know that it wasn't meeting their expectations or something and they were getting all pissed about it uh or whatever or somebody was late and it ruined their whole thing uh so you know my memory of this experience will be that it was amazing and somebody else's would be oh it's it was okay um and you know the only the only reason, um, you know, the only reason our experiences are are different like that is because, uh, again, all of our belief systems and everything cause us to look at things differently, um, and that that's just interesting. It's very interesting because, you know, nobody's opinion about anything is wrong because there we don't know what the true uh, angle to look at for anything is. So, you know, nobody's opinion is wrong, but nobody's opinion is right either. You know, it's right in my world to have the opinion that that concert was just mind-blowingly awesome based on my my experience and my knowledge of that experience and my perceptions of it um but my opinion about it is not the truth about it you know i think the truth would just be that there was a concert that's it that's the truth there was a concert um you know it, it was just a concert it wasn't good or bad it just was what it was um you know i think that's that's the true the true reality is that neutral point where there is no meaning um but you know it, it just goes to show that every everything means nothing yet it means everything at the same time and I don't know. It's just some mind-bending stuff, guys. And I just love how the simplest of things can just enlighten you. Sorry, guys. Uh, I accidentally uh, cut off the audio for a second. Um, but I left off saying that the smallest of things can enlighten you. And... Uh, I was about to say that you're also not 
when we want things, we're not chasing the physical thing. Um, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but, um, you know, when we set a goal to get something, something physical and material, uh, the journey to get it is almost more rewarding than actually getting it. Um, you know, like, there were times in school where I had been wanting to get an A on a test or something, and I would study, 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 and feel really confident in myself and feel very uh, uh, smart and all that and all these all these things. Uh, of course, I'd get stressed out about it too, but when I'd actually get the A... It wouldn't be as rewarding as I thought it would be. Um, it was almost like I took a step backward once I got it because then I was, uh, you know, I basically chased that feeling of uh, the A up until its uh, manifestation into my life. And um, then it comes to pass and... You know, after it comes to pass, you're back to where you were before this this A was even a thought in your mind. Um, you know, if you weren't happy before getting this A, you're not going to be happy after. Um, so, you know, you're really, you're really chasing a, f a feeling, you know, you're chasing something non-physical. And I think a lot of us don't grasp that, um, you know, again, we're not looking for the physical thing. We're looking for spiritual expansion. You know, how, how can you feel that way all the time? How can you be on the top of your game all the time? Um, and, you know, while you're studying for this, this A that you're getting, um, you know, it feels, you know, in... in in hindsight, it feels better. The studying and all that leading up to the A felt better because you were you were growing, you were growing and um, you working towards something that you know you thought was going to give you spiritual nourishment. Um, what is that? Oh, they started up a semi truck, huh? Um, but you're you're looking you're really looking for that that spiritual nourishment that spiritual nutrition i guess and you know an a once you get it uh it's kind of just you know done like there's nothing else to do with it you already got it um and so you know you'll be brought back to where you were before um and you know that's that's why we have to we have to be careful with uh our, our, when we have a desire for something, we have to ask ourselves why we even want it in the first place. Um, where is this the intention of getting this coming from? Is it coming from a place of love uh, or fear? And when it when it's coming from fear, it's gonna feel like you you have to do it, or you're you're gonna fail in life or whatever or you know there's going to be negative attachments to it um 
but when it's out of love, it's always just going to be something that you just want to do, you know, no reason for it. Uh, and if, it, if it's out of true love, there will be no reason other than I want to, uh, because love is unconditional. True love is unconditional. And, um, you know, when, when your desires have conditions on them, um, you know, it's just a lot harder to have them come to fruition uh, because, again, we have that r resistance attached to it, conditions. Um, and, you know, th this, is, this is why I love the saying, if you love something, let it go. And if it comes back to you, it's truly yours or whatever. Uh, and I find so much truth in this um, because, again, true love is unconditional. You know, if I truly loved another person... It shouldn't matter where they're at or what is going on or anything. It should nothing matters other than the fact that they exist. And true love would be, uh, you know, loving somebody or something just for the sake of loving it. Um, and you know that. A lot of the things we chase in life, uh, we add those conditions to it. We say, like, oh, we have to get this. That's a condition right there. Um, if you truly loved it, you wouldn't care if you had it or not because you just love it. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, just... Conditions and expectations, those are those are the killers because, uh, you know, if things don't meet your expectations or your conditions, that's when you get upset. You, you feel let down or uh, out of control of things in your life. Um, but, you know, the, the truth is that you can't control anything but yourself. You cannot. It is impossible. You can't make anything do anything but you can make yourself do something which in turn could cause a reaction and cause other things to do things as well um you know that's the truth of it you can't there is not not a single thing you can do to influence anything outside of yourself the only thing you can influence is yourself because your actions are what make things outside of yourself uh move basically um or you know do things um but you see what i'm saying like it's all generated in you it's not you know that that power is already in you um to you know you already have control but the only reason that people try to control things outside of themselves is because they don't see that that infinite control that they do have over every single thing that they do um and so they 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 look outward for it and that's that's when uh you know we get people like like donald trump and like hitler and you know all, all the the people that are control freaks um and it's really it, it's not because they're big bad awesome crazy people it's because they are scared as fuck 
They are afraid, scared to the bone, because they don't feel a sense of control. They have no control over themselves, and they're afraid. They are, you know, if you really sat down with, uh, you know, the coldest man in the world, you would find out that he is afraid, and he needs he needs love. They are, they all need love. That's all they need. Um, you know, love is what changes everything. Uh, you know, I'm sure we've all heard stories of just uh, bitter, nasty people being completely turned around by uh, somebody who who decided to see that there was something better in them and loved them no matter what. Uh, that that's what makes powerful change in this world and in this life uh, is that true unconditional love Uh, you know that's I honestly think that's why everything is here I think whatever created everything um, you know there was no reason for it really it just happened because why not there's no conditions around it and that that is love uh, you know, I, there were no conditions that had to be met for me to be who I am. Um, you know, the universe didn't say, oh, you have to be this way in order to exist. No, we all, we all got to be however we are, uh, freely. We, it, there was no conditions attached to our existence um but the world that we live in unfortunately attaches conditions to just about everything uh if if you're not smart enough if you're not pretty enough if you're not uh this this and this enough uh sorry you can't do this this or that um and it's just uh it's just ridiculous, you know? Who who are we to put conditions on things when, uh, like I said earlier, none of us have a true grasp on reality. None of us. Um, you know, so, some are closer to reality than others. And the thing is, like, uh, even with the, the concept of reality, there's infinite angles to look at it. Um, so even when we're focused on just finding out what the true reality of things are, uh, we, we start to realize how little that we know, you know, the only things that you know are what you know, (laughs) like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but, uh, you know, the, the more you know, the more you find out how little you actually know. Um, you know, there, there's been times in my life where I, you know, reach a a spiritual height where I, I have these new realizations about life and I'm like, all right, I know it all. I'm at the top. There's nothing else to learn. But the thing is, it's just infinite. There is no ceiling to anything, uh, there's always, 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 always 
more to discover and more to learn and more to uh, find. And, you know, as I've, as I've kind of developed and grown, I've kind of realized, like, I, I know nothing. You know, I, I know what I know, but in the grand scheme of things, it is absolutely nothing. There, like, the amount of knowledge that I know, uh, compared to, like, you know, say, uh, uh, like, if this theory, theory that I have about, like, the evolution of things is right, which, uh, you know, again, I have no idea. I, I can't prove that it's true. I can't prove that it's false, but it sticks out to me and I like it. So I choose to believe it. Um, you know, that theory where, uh, we all, every living thing starts at the, the small, the smallest, most basic, uh, elements of the universe. And then we, uh, learn what we have to learn at at that stage and move on to like plants animals and humans and you know just getting more complex as we go um you know the 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 amount of stuff that i know compared to something at the top of that like spiritual ladder is just a speck not even it's a invisible dot on a massive a massive space um so yeah i don't know i it's it's weird because a lot of people will try to act like they know everything and once you do that that's when you stop growing once you say that you know everything and like uh because again you're not open you're not open to receive anything new and you know that that's why most of those people that say that they know blah, 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 know everything, know more than you or whatever. That's why they're all so bitter is because they are, they're stagnating. They're not growing anymore. They're stuck in the same spot. And, uh, you know, nature is always going to be pushing for growth. And if you're resisting that growth... You ain't going to feel too good. You ain't going to love everything like you should. You're not going to feel in harmony and in balance with the universe. Um, and, you know, like, th those are the people that are, you know, the furthest away from reality. They, they are completely withdrawn in their own world. And they're not open to... Uh, anything else you know they're stuck they say my way uh which th this is like technically true you know your way in your life is the way but they try to push that their way is the only way for everybody and um you know that's a very that's a dangerous person uh that's how we get people like hitler and donald trump and um yada 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 um again people that are afraid and ignorant and um closed off those are the people that uh we have to talk to we have to 
bring those people into an area where they feel like they can comfortably admit that they don't know anything and, uh, you know, bring them to a point where they can get that, that ball of knowledge rolling again and get that, that, uh, momentum going in their life, uh, because, you know, if everybody was doing that, if everybody was focused on their growth and helping other people grow, oh my God, guys, we we would be in heaven. You know, I feel like I'm in heaven all the time, but imagine if everybody on earth felt that way. Uh, you know, I honestly think that we would be so ridiculously advanced and intelligent and... Um, uh, cooperative that we would most likely be communicating with extraterrestrials and you know who knows maybe we'd be out there uh, making infinite life or infinite uh, infinitely lasting everything you know there we'd be so much further than we are now uh, because you know the the things that slow us down are again those that fear, hatred, ignorance, and um, separation. That sense of separation is really the big killer. Uh, you know, thinking that there's something other than uh, you and I here. And when I say you and I, I mean that that awareness that's in us, that's in all of us, you know, our true identity, that awareness, that one mind, that one being, um, you know, once we think that we're separate from that one mind, um, that's when it gets a little dangerous and spooky and scary, uh, because, you know, when, when you, when you think of yourself as separate, uh, you're not allowing, everything to work for you you're not allowing uh nature to do its thing because you're you think that you're something other than nature and you start doing things in a way that's not in harmony with everything else and that's when you start fucking shit up dude um but anyway, I think I'm about to cut this episode off. Uh, I got work tomorrow, and I kind of got to get some sleep going. Um, but anyway, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I kind of... I wanted to stick more to the concert thing for this conversation, but I kind of just uh, wandered off and did some some other stuff. But I, I don't know. I really liked this episode. I feel like it... Uh, it was a very, yeah, I feel like it's better than what my past episodes is, have been. And, you know, that's my only goal is to just be better than I was. Um, make I am greater than I was, um, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so, again, I just really want to say thank you to you guys who are listening to these podcasts um, and I just want to say that I love you and I'm grateful for you and I'm not the only person who's, who's thinking those things about you, homie. Um, 
you know, don't don't you ever feel alone in this world. Uh, you know, like like I said, that in, unconditional love is real, and I got I got it for all of you people that are listening. Um, I don't care who you are, what you look like, where you're from, what you've done, what you're about to do. I ha- I don't care. You are a brother or sister in my eyes, and uh, we're all in this together. We're all going to the same place, walking each other home, and uh, I don't want anybody to feel like they are alone or not loved or not appreciated. Um, You know, you are a gift to this universe. You are amazing. There, there's things that lie in you that nobody else can find in themselves. Um, you know, your talents and your gifts and your personality, you know, those are your, your, your gifts to this world. And it's your duty to bring those, those out and uh, show people what they have lurking within them as well. And, uh, you know, you... you don't underestimate yourself, dude. Like, I, I, I'm telling you guys, like, once you stop doubting yourself and you start, uh, instead of saying, like, oh, I can't do this, before you even know if you can do it, just have have confidence in yourself. Just, just know that you are infinite, you know? You're, you're not your body. You are your, you are your your consciousness which is energy it's energy and it's infinite and it's infinite potential and it can do all things um you know obviously you're we're all limited by the uh laws of of physics and natural law and all that um but you know just close your eyes and imagine yourself flying and you can imagine it so vivid and so real that it is real, and uh, I'm telling, like, I, I'm not saying that as in like you imagine it and you you think it's real. No, there. I'm telling you guys, your imagination can be a lot more vivid than you you would even expect. Uh, I I have had times where it literally does feel that what I am imagining is actually happening right now and um you know that to me just proves that i'm not this body because if i can sense things perfectly clear and vivid um without it even being right in front of me physically uh then is it is it not real to me um but yeah don't don't sell yourself short man uh you can literally do anything um and i just i just want you to know that and i want you to know that uh you know you all all that you have to do to find out what's best for you is to sit down and talk with yourself you know give yourself that attention that we all so desperately want you know, pay pay attention to yourself just like you want everybody else to pay attention to you, and uh, that will pay off it with greater dividends than any attention from anyone else would ever 
give you. Um, once you start paying attention to yourself, you'll find out how wonderful you actually are, how lovely you are, and uh, you know you'll become your your own best friend, your your partner. Um, and once that happens, you're you're unstoppable. You're unstoppable because you don't need anything other than yourself to achieve anything. But uh, yeah, I love you guys. I love you. And uh, I'm going to cut this episode off. But uh, until next time, I hope you have a, a wonderful day, week, month, year, decade, millennia. I don't know. Just have some good times, man. Um, and until next time, peace out.